Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth. Oh, and we're back with the Samurai Silver Report. I'm your host, Garrett Goldsberry. My co-host, Dr. Kirk Elliott, who just dipped off real quick. He's I'm still here. In. There he is. <laughs> so make sure you guys check it out. Go over to kirkelliottphd.com forward slash SGTSAM to pick up your silver, transfer any of your 401ks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to hop right into it today because I know Doc has a bunch of stuff he wants to hit on real quick, and we only have a short amount of time because he's a busy man. I'm a busy man. We're going to roll right into it. So first of all, hope you had a great weekend and uh, look forward to hearing uh, your, your doom and gloom or your or your illumination. <laughs> no, you, well, so it's a, it's a little bit of both. A little bit it of is. both, right? I'm, we try to. I'm, we, I'm not. I'm not going to lie, but we are not responsible for the gloom and doom. Um, nope. The current occupier is right. Yes. Well, and before him, you had president after president after president who mismanaged, caused massive amounts of debt. I mean. Look, Biden didn't cause us to get $30 trillion of, of national debt, right? No. I mean, that's been going on, started in 1776. Now, he's certainly doing his part to increase it rapidly. There is no stinking doubt. But that's been there for a while. So I wanted to go over some of these more longer-term trends and just show all the viewers kind of the uh, seriousness of the situation that we're in and why a change is needs to happen with our currency which they've been talking about quantum financial system. They've been talking about a gold backed currency because mm -hmm. it's absolutely flipping broken right now. Just yeah, absolutely it's un broken. unsustainable. Yeah, it is. But, but here's what's even weirder. So since the year 2000, so for the last 22 years, um, income, average income has gone up 11%. That's mm -hmm. it. So <clears throat> it's gone up like, <clears throat> excuse me. I should mm -hmm. take water too. Um, yep. It's gone up about $4,000 average income per family since the year 2000. So that's up 11%. Okay. Now, what has housing done during that same time frame? For the last 22 years, housing's up 146%. Yeah. So start, start playing this out in your mind, right? It's like, oh, my income went up 11%, but holy smokes. Uh, housing went up like 150%. Cost of living, boom, right Big down. difference, right? Mm -hmm. So why did housing go up that much? Well, let's look at the debt to GDP. So GDP is the gross domestic product. That's what the, everything that the nation produces in a given year, right? And the debt is obviously our debt. Yep. So, so historically speaking, um, oh, if you go back to two thousand our our debt to gdp was at about 50 percent okay uh well actually it's like 58.23 to be exact 
Mm-hmm. Today, it's 125.56. So the debt to GDP is up 116%, which means our debt compared to the amount that we actually produce is skyrocketing. Here's the problem, because people say, well, I don't even know what that means, and I don't care. Well, you should care, and you probably don't know what it means, so I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, so any country that approaches 100%, their debt equals their gross domestic product, um, they never recover from that. Yes. They, they don't recover from that. Oh, it's like, it's, 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 I mean, to put it, I guess, in simpler terms, it's pretty much making as much money as you spend every time. So there is never going to be growth. You're just going to be breaking even. And now right. that we're at a point where the, the, the debt is more, you're in that constant, like, oh, I got to pay off this credit card, but I'll never be able to pay it off at paying the minimum a month because it's just the interest is combining so much that you'll, you'll be paying that credit card off for the rest of your life. That's exactly a perfect analogy because at this rate, interest rates are going up. The debt's not going down. The in- debt service is going to continue to go up. So this is where the the debt compared to the GDP is going to continue to expand. And at some point, it's mathematically impossible to pay back. Mm-hmm. Well, it's mathematically impossible to pay back at 100%. We reached that years ago. We're okay. now at 125.56%. This is America, right? It's like, how could we... Kirk, how could you say that we can't do anything, right? We're Americans. We can always win if we put our minds to it. We had our chance. Yes. For 30 or 40 years. Yes. But at some point you have to pay the piper, right? And it's like, we could have, we truly could have fixed this, but now to fix it, you just have to have a current, current, you know, monetary reset. So do you feel like, because I've, I've been saying it for years, it's like, uh, you know, the U.S. government, it's like giving a junkie a limitless credit card. They never pay it back. They have no, they have no, you know, oh, I, I could just raise the debt ceiling. It's, oh, I just raised the limit on my credit card and it's still not getting paid off. Right. So, you know, we know that this is broken. And, you know, uh, one of my friends said, you know, I'd rather have somebody who's inexperienced take the job than somebody who's qualified intentionally throwing the game. And that's what they've been doing for years is kick the can down the road, kick the can down the road. Well, we're at the end of the road. No more, no more space left to kick the can. So now we're faced with a tremendous problem here. So do you feel like, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, just declare bankruptcy. And then your credit gets wiped. How do you do that on a national level without changing the financial system? Right? Well, you could, Mm -hmm. you just default on your debt and you go from, you know, triple A rating to double A to A to junk bond status, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, other countries do this. Countries that don't have the reserve currency status, of, which means this is what we have, which is why we got to this point because we had the petrodollar, right? Mm-hmm. All, we had automatic built-in demand, but but now within the last three weeks only, Russia and India basically said, stupid petrodollar system, we're out. You know, they're going to change oil from Russia to India in, in exchange for rupees and rubles, right? I mean, no. so then country after country after country is going to start following suit. So we've lost, for all intents and purposes, the reserve currency status, which puts us, makes us no different than any than other country or Argentina or Venezuela, mm-hmm. where they start to go into a hyperinflationary mode. Yep. When we spend like drunken sailors, but yet there's no demand for our currency, it's a problem, right? Yes. So, so and we don't make things anymore either. Not really. We're importing 70% of everything that we consume yes. from China and other Asian countries for the mm-hmm. most part. So, so let's look at the money supply. The money supply in, tw- in year 2000 was poor 4.75 trillion. 
That was all the money in circulation. The M2 money supply is what it's called. Today, it's 22 trillion. So that's up 363%. Truly, the money supply growth is inflation. Mm -hmm. so, so the rising prices are a symptom of that, right? Because as you print more money, um, it becomes more and more meaningless. It's like, well, geez, you're flooding the market with it. It's not as scarce anymore. It's not as valuable. So therefore, other countries like China, let's say, are saying, hey, America, you want our stuff? You keep devaluing your currency. We want more of that junk currency to buy our stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's where the problem is. So inflation technically is up 363% mm -hmm. since the year 2000. But income's only up 11%. We are falling behind every single year for the yep. last 20-something years, right? Yeah. So, so now, not only do we spend like drunken sailors, we actually finance just about everything, right? We're, we're not the only ones that, that spend you know, everything we've got. We also go into more debt to buy stuff. Well, at the... At the um, credit and derivatives level a derivative is just a highly leveraged debt instrument right so if you look at the year 2000 the global derivatives well not the global the u.s derivatives and credit was 90 okay. trillion dollars today it's 612 trillion okay. so that's a, so so now can you explain that difference a little bit like people are like oh well we're only 30 trillion in debt but then we're really, you know, that much in debt with our credit cards and everything yeah. else, right? Is that so, the difference? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, we so, have this debt, but we're really in this much debt because we put it all on credit cards. Yeah, pretty much. So a derivative is, is like, let's say, let's cut the futures market. It would be a derivatives contract, meaning you can just pay a small portion down to actually have access to a contract of, let's call it silver. Let's just say, Silver contract is 10,000 ounces. Okay. And you might pay a few thousand dollars to actually have the right to buy or sell that at down the road. Mm -hmm. But you only put in a few thousand, but it's a thousand, it's 10,000 ounces. I mean, mm -hmm. so you're generally leveraged at 20 to one in the derivatives market, which means if the market that you're leveraged into goes in the wrong direction by 5%, 5% mm -hmm. times the leverage, 20 to 1, means you've lost 100% of your capital with a 5% move. Okay. okay. Does that yep. kind of make sense? Yeah, no, the that makes sense. Mark, yeah, it's leveraged at about 20 to 1. So okay. what happens if it moves 10%? It's like, oh, my word. Now you've lost 200% of what mm -hmm. you put in. What if it's a big market crash, like a stock market crash, and I'm expecting it 40 to 50% times the leverage of 20 to 1? You could lose 10,000%. I mean, this is where it just becomes so unfathomably horrible, mm -hmm. but that's where we are. So so um, hedge funds, a lot of people love that excess leverage, right? It's like, oh, I can put in a little and I, and it's like the Vegas mentality, but I can make a lot. Yes. Don't ever play that game because it never really works out in your favor. Only if mm -hmm. you're lucky, right? So, yeah. so here's where- Or you make the rules and you know where to put your money. Yeah. But globally, the derivatives market's at about seven to eight quadrillion. I mean, quadrillion. Yeah, you can't even fathom that number. I don't even know what that number is. You can't even fathom. Right? I don't even yeah. know what a trillion is, right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. So, so here's where the point of this conversation is the debt 
and, and income imbalances are, are at an extreme point. When income has only gone up 11% and, and the cost of housing up 146%, our debt as a nation up 116%, derivatives up 580%, the money supply up 363%, which is really true inflation. Oof. Yeah. I mean, we've got problems. So, yes. so therefore begs the question, how do you protect yourself against that? Because you and I can't control any of these policies individually, but yeah. we can take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. Right. We can, you can certainly, I mean, you're a fighter, right? So, yeah. so what do you do? You size up your opponent. You can say, okay, they're small, light and fast, which is, means I'm going to have to do something different. Or there might just be this big burly, slow moving thing. Right. And it's like, okay, yeah. I know how to beat that one. It doesn't matter who your opponent is. You know, you have a strategy. You just got to change the game plan. You just have to change the game plan. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is our strategy. We know that derivatives are out of control. We know that debt is out of control. We know that inflation is spiraling. These are all things that some of these things we didn't have 10 or 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So investments that you had back in the past aren't going to work today. Yes. It's, See, a, different, is, it's a different landscape. It's a different landscape. And this is normalcy bias, right? Normalcy bias says, well, it's always been the norm. What I've done in the past is going to work in the present and the future because it always has. It's always worked out for me now. I might have to wait a little bit longer. This is a different game. Do you, feel, do you feel, sorry to interrupt you, but do you feel yeah. like a lot of like financial advisors and stuff are stuck in that bubble because they've been playing this game so long? Because I know I talk to guys that aren't gold and silver guys and they're talking about more. And they're like, oh, I will this. Oh, we've seen this before. Oh, just follow this trend. Oh, I'll do this. But I'm like, and, and I know they're, they're smarter than me because that's what they do. I wouldn't ask them to come into my gym and tell me how to fight, you know, like vice versa. So, but that's sometimes like I'm, I'm looking from the outside, looking in going, the game's changing though. Game's are you going to changing with it? Or are you just saying, Oh, I'm not going to change with it. This is because I keep, I have talked to two of my buddies and I'm like, you're playing inside a game. That's going to be gone. So what is the deal? Like, what is our strategy? If that game disappears and then I get the answer from a lot of people. Well, if we have that problem, we're all screwed. Well, we are, but, but why, why would you ever settle for everybody being screwed? when you can just do something about it and then just have most people mm -hmm. go down that road and you can actually thrive. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't have to settle for that. So here's, here's the thing. What's worked in the past has kind of worked because we've had declining interest rates for 38 years. Well, more mm -hmm. than that now, 40 years, mm -hmm. because interest rates in 1983 were at their high point and they've come down to now, as of about three months ago, they were at their low point. Mm -hmm. That's a long time from yeah. 1983 until 2022. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a long time. Declining interest it's almost rates, been as long as I've been alive. Yeah, so. <laughs> cost of borrowing has been going down. Yeah. But now that cost of borrowing is going up, any debt that you have is is going to have a maximized impact. And you said it earlier on the show. It's like they kicked the can so far down the road that they can't really get it back. Well, they kicked it off the cliff. Yes. <laughs> at this point, you can't, you truly can't get that back without some kind of a reset. Yeah. Well, what does the reset look like? Well, it's, it's a gold backed currency is, is probably going to be the outcome because in the populist political movement globally, which populism is all about transparency, accountability. Um, that's what, that's what people want right now. They're, they're sick and tired of, of the banks lying. They're sick of politicians lying. All these they smoke want, and mirror deals. Yeah, they want something that's real. So Trump was a populist president. 
Mm-hmm. That's how he got elected. People were sick and tired of the system the way that it was. They loved his, he wasn't a politician. He was a businessman, right? It's like, yep. we need a businessman to get us out of this. 100%. Um, Nigel Farage in, in England caused Brexit, right? Yeah. He's a populist politician. Rules of the game changed. Um, Bernie Sanders is a populist politician. You, you don't need to agree with their politics, but what they're all looking for in their own right is some sense of accountability, truth, change of the system, right? Mm-hmm. Um, populism is just, it's the main political movement around the globe right now because everyone inherently knows, whether they say it or not out loud, this thing is broken. Yeah, it's system's rigged. Yeah, and, and the left is blaming it on Trump. The right mm-hmm. is blaming it on unrelenting spending for decades, right? And yep. it's like, but but here's the reality. Perception is reality in the markets. And mm-hmm. what we do have, and this, this isn't just a Biden thing. Um, Trump spent a lot of money. Carter spent a lot of money. Obama yeah. spent a lot of money. Bush spent a lot of money. See, but but all of those presidents, with the exception of Trump, just used a shotgun approach is how they use that money, right? It's just yeah. like, oh, let's just print it, throw it out there, see what sticks. And it will find its way back. Yeah, Trump, yeah. I mean, the debt exploded under Trump too. There's no doubt. Yeah, 100%. But he had laser-focused stimulus mm-hmm. where he put it into the areas that needed it, grew the economy, rather than just throwing it out there, paying people to stay home, do all the stupid stuff that politicians do to get votes. And this is why we have $30 trillion worth of debt. Mm-hmm. So, so this now needs to change and people won't accept anything other than you got to fix my retirement. I worked way too hard paying into the, into this retirement system for it to absolutely go away. So they, they're crying out for change. This is why I believe that we will have a gold backed currency within the next few years. This is why when in an era of, of inflationary pressures, like we're seeing with this money supply, that's grown 363% in the last mm-hmm. 22 years, how do you protect yourself? Well, yeah. with with a tangible thing, because tangible things go up with inflation. This is where gold and silver come into play. Yeah. Um, why I choose silver over gold, brother, is that's because- what I was just going to ask, because we keep saying gold back standard, gold back standard, gold back standard. So, though, and then we're always like, but buy silver, buy silver. Right. So yeah. what is what, what like, I, I, I understand why you do it is because it's actually easier for most people to purchase than being able to uh, purchase gold. And then it will also go up so you can leverage it eventually to purchase gold. Correct. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so gold and silver are both equally as safe to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check. You could go into either one and you're not going to cry crocodile tears over it, but silver is performing better for various reasons. Silver is a manufacturing metal. Coming off of two years of COVID, where manufacturers were shut down, there's now catch up to do. So this year's industrial demand for silver is 1.2 billion ounces. Mm-hmm. They only manufacture 2 billion ounces in a year with all the global mines put together. Mm-hmm. So that means there's only 800 million ounces left for, um, for investors. That's mm-hmm. not very much. No. So what you're seeing is supply chain disruptions, inventory constraints. Whenever you have low supply and high demand, prices go up. So silver is going to outpace the rate of growth of gold, which is why we go into silver. At some point down the road, it's not like silver is the end all be all. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it, it's the tool for right now. So at some mm-hmm. point, we'll lock in our profits in silver. We'll roll them into gold. Then what did we just do? Let's say 
silver doubles to triples the rate of growth of gold. Well, mm-hmm. then I can get you two to three times as many ounces of gold then than I could have purchased today. Yep. There's not much better in this world than free, except for free gold, right? And that's yeah. what we can do <laughs> yeah. by, by leveraging silver to get free ounces of gold down the road because silver is simply outperforming. So that's why. I yeah. mean, it's not if like- If it was lead, we'd be telling you to buy lead. If it were anything, I, right? I mean, as long as it's moral and ethical, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it happens to be silver. So this is why we're going into silver. Mm-hmm. No, it makes a ton of sense. So, I mean, where can where can people find you? I mean, I always have the link down there that you guys can actually go. And I know it's a it's a simple process. You just fill out a form and it's almost like a questionnaire and it will help yeah. kind of direct you in what what is the best strategy for you. And then you can physically hop on the phone with one of one of your, you know, yeah. your, your your people. So what's the number so, you usually tell people to call? So call 720-605-3900. It's 720-605-3900 and just say, hey, study on Sergeant Sam, right? I mean, and then because we want to give credit to where credit is due, right? We want to know where you're where you're coming from because we help support your show here to keep your amazing Patriot voice on the air, right? Yep. Or they can simply follow the link, which is kirkelliotphd.com forward slash SGTSAM, Correct. right? So yep. just real simple. And then what will happen is you'll get a call from one of my team to set you up for a free consultation that's free. Uh, we don't know how to help you until you tell us what you need help with, right? So, yeah. so we, can, we can roll over IRAs. We can roll over old 401ks. If you have a cash or brokerage account, we can take care of that easily too. I mean, everything that we do is easy because we do all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is fill out a couple of forms and we get to know who you are, what your dreams are, what your aspirations are. So we can get you out of the path of that hurricane before it blows you over, right? Because there's a big wind coming and it's going to blow a bunch of people over, um, a bunch. I mean, just since Thursday, what it's Monday today, just since Thursday, like the stock market is down, like, I don't know, a thousand points or something crazy, you know? So, so things are changing right underneath our nose. If we don't act, well, then we get beat up. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're just trying you, to you spar, trying to stay in the storm. Yep. Yeah, you spar <laughs> a lot. If if you're just standing there while somebody's pummeling you, you're just going to get beat up. Yep. You have to fight back, right? Yep. What we're doing is we're fighting back against the system by taking control of our finances, so they don't take control of our finances, right? Yep. You, you're just reallocating into something that's going up with the trends that we're in, rather than doing nothing and letting the trend bury, right? I mean, yep. that's not what we want. Nope, not at all. We want to grow and thrive and prosper and 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 be in a good spot for ourselves and our family and our community to help help rebuild and help help you know be in a spot where you can you can you know help the country move forward. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. So awesome! Always a good Monday show with you, sir. Uh, and make sure you guys subscribe on Rumble. Check us out on the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. Uh, hit us a five star rating. We really appreciate it. it. Helps us out. Ton of good shows on there. Ton of other uh, Patriot supported shows that uh, Dr. Kirk is on sometimes too with uh, Josh from Red Pills, etc. The great show over there. Keeping up to current events. So check us out, and we will see you guys next Monday. Oh,